for a moment or two of clarity. The scientist does not study nature because it is useful. He studies it because he takes pleasure in it, and he takes pleasure in it because it is beautiful. Henri Poincaré, in Science and Method, wrote that in 1908. And I think it was Bertrand Russell who talked about the convergence of all forms of thought. That the further out the traveler goes in their curiosity and inquiry, eventually they will meet all the other travelers who have taken their thinking into the deep unknown. It happens at a point, as a surprise out there at a pale blue dot in space where art and math and science, philosophy, thinking of any and all kinds converge, are suspended, and for a moment or two a clarity arrives. We understand that we are not alone, that we are in the company of beautiful. Through our various investigations, we suddenly understand that we are one. It's fleeting, just like being here is fleeting, but it is a moment to breathe the same air as another and to rejoice in the infinite. Being in a room, in the house, or up on stage, can be such a beautiful thing where a crowd of inquirers guided by the thoughts and passion of a group of others transcend time and place and have us all breathing as one, something that is very dangerous in our world right now. I told a friend of mine, social scientist Al Lozon, about theater director Anne Bogart's terrific book, And Then You Act, Making Art in an Unpredictable World. This morning, having just finished a read of it, he wrote this. The book really speaks to the artistry of theater, but more importantly speaks to the artistry of life. First, it made me pause and made me realize how much I miss theater and concerts since the pandemic started. But then I reflected more deeply. We live in a culture that often negates the value and importance of art, often reducing it simply to entertainment. Reminds me of Neil Postman's phrase, amusing ourselves to death. But art often has a deeper meaning and speaks to fundamental truths. I think about the play Wetlawfer I saw two summers ago at the Blythe Festival, and while it was controversial about whether it should be performed given the recent tragic events, it really spoke to the deeper struggles families go through as loved ones are forced to move into long-term care. First act I remember being gut-wrenching and was more informative on the experience of families having to make decisions about the care of loved ones and how those decisions can divide families. I learned more about that in a few minutes than I could have possibly learned from reading 50 academic studies. Or I remember conversations with my mom when she was in her 80s and she would talk about being ready to go, that she had lived long enough. And Bruce Coburn's song, Pacing the Cage, would come through my mind or make me think of my mom whenever I heard it. It still does. Sometimes you feel like you live too long days drip slowly on the page, and you catch yourself pacing the cage. Coburn helped me understand what my mom was feeling. I remember being at a symphony, and where they played something called Industrial Symphony a number of years ago. I found myself back in the plant I worked at when I was young, in the grinding of the extruders I used to operate. My companion at the time hailed the music as something not very interesting, but she looked at me and said, You really like that. Your breathing changed. But it wasn't that I necessarily liked it, for in many ways it was not a pleasant musical score, but it resonated with me and spoke to a deeper truth 
of what it was to live and work in industry without using words, only sound. In many ways, it spoke to an era, a large piece of our history here in the West, and captured its essence musically in just a few minutes. Or the anticipation of parenthood upon the birth of one's child, captured by Alan Cooper in his poem, Your Grandfather at Eighty, as he reflects on the birth of his own daughter. I have so many things to show you, visions and dreams, the way the light lies down in the long grass at daybreak. Art should be valued for how it speaks to us, teaches us, gives meaning to life and reflects back to us who we are and who we might become. It is even more important in times of change and transformation such as we are living through now. I am grateful for all the artists who teach me about life, what it means to be human and show me a way forward in life. Life would not be as rich without their creations. The arts are as essential to human life as coding or mathematics, and maybe even a little more valuable. Theater in the world. People in a room with people in a room expressing experience through time and space and music and language and movement and voice, and at its heart, the potential to connect with others, to breathe as one to touch the infinite for a fleeting moment, to know beautiful. I look forward to doing that again on this World Theatre Day 2021.